Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter, and welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. And I want to bring to you a very special guest, someone I met at the Master Circle event. I've also seen him at some of the um, neurology events. He has a great package that I think every chiropractor out there should be using or physical therapist to show how this process works. What are you doing in there uh, when you take something that's invisible? People can't just look into their body. So I want to introduce Robert Rocha. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Robert, and, and how you came up with this platform, and then you're going to take us through a little bit about what they can do with it. So tell us a little bit about it. Okay, great. That sounds great, Patrick. Thanks for having me on board today, too. And I enjoyed uh, seeing you at the Master Circle. Uh, you and I had probably met about a year ago. And um, you know, I was blown away by your technology. I had a chance to experience it. Uh, you and I had a great conversation, thought about maybe doing something together. So anyway, just a pleasure to be here today. So let me kind of just start by giving you a little bit about my background. So I actually have a very technical background. I started uh, 3D practice, uh, well, I was in 2000, but going back to my education, I actually have a bachelor's degree from the University of South Florida in electrical engineering. So and that was back in 1987. Um, I worked as a biomedical engineer from 1987 to 1992, and I've always liked that combination of uh, healthcare and engineering together. So. Um, while I was working as a biomedical engineer, I was very busy there um, doing uh, research, medical research. So we did neurophysiology research. I was involved in pulmonary research for a number of years, all along while I was working on my master's degree in electrical engineering. Um, and then at that point, I actually went off and got even more technical and I worked for uh, Motorola and uh, was doing cell phone development. So, uh, and that was from 1992 to 1996. Uh, again, I still like the combination of healthcare and medicine and engineering, but this is just kind of where uh, my career path kind of took me for a little while. After that, I wanted to kind of get out of the, uh, the cubicle and, and get out into more of the, uh, the business development roles, work with a sales team, selling software, leveraging my background there. And uh, I worked for a couple of different companies, again, technical sales, business development, uh, for about four years before I finally started my own business in 2000. I really had very little business experience. So um, I had um, established the company again in 2000. The name of the company is ComVantage, still ComVantage, doing business as 3D practice. So um, we actually were had a wonderful start to the business back in 2000. I brought over some of the engineers from Motorola, worked on that. <clears throat> had some customers out in Silicon Valley. Business was great for about the first year and a half or so. And then the market really turned on me. So, um, and then I was looking for something else to do to kind of just, uh, it, you know, it was out of necessity. It was, we needed to make ends meet. And uh, I looked for a way to, uh, you know, just pull in some, some dollars there for a while. And uh, that's when I began to sell some medical equipment and I got introduced to chiropractic care. So, um, and what I realized, you know, I was actually adjusted a few times by some doctors, had a really good experience from it. And I realized this stuff was very valuable, but I didn't understand a lot of the concepts. So I, um, I actually looked around uh, some of the patient education material that was out there, and it was very sort of rudimentary at the time. Again, this was back in 2001, 2002 now. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try to put something together that helps me better understand it, and maybe some other people will benefit. I actually hooked up with a, a nice practice management group, and I showed them some of the work that I had done 
And uh, they loved it and they said, look, you know, if you add this, this, and this to this patient education product, this report of findings product, uh, then we'll go ahead and promote it for you. And um, they, they did so, you know, we put in the right sort of content. And one of the main things that the product had to have was ease of use. So it had to be the kind of product that, that uh, doctors could do a nice educational, a powerful educational session in about five minutes. So everything had to be one to two clicks away that you would show a patient. And, and basically it was designed to take all those paper charts and plastic models and put it into software. So, um, so this was back in 2004. I came out with a product called Virtual Consultation and met all those requirements. The practice management group promoted it. It sold like hotcakes. We did very well, especially the first few years when it was just brand new. Um, today, as of today, we have over 7,500 installations of virtual consultation on desktops, and we have over 4,500 mobile installations as well. So we have a real nice footprint in chiropractic. So along with virtual consultation, you know, we have the desktop version, we have a mobile application, but uh, we've also done some, some product promotional videos. We've created some other, we've done quite a bit of services for other companies as well too. And it's not the kind of thing where we're looking for that type of work, but people see our work, our patient education materials, and they, um, and then they, they come to us and say, look, can you build this for us or that for us? So, so if you don't mind, Patrick, why don't I go ahead and just go through a demonstration of the product? That'd be great. Yeah, let's see that. Okay. So this is virtual consultation. And again, it's a five minute report of finding the software product. It's been designed so that, uh, you know, doctors with one or two clicks can get to exactly where they want to be. Right. So imagine a patient comes into the office and they have a disc condition. Right. So we go up here to the left hand side. These are the different categories of animations. So I can click on disc ailments and that'll bring up a set of animations side by side. And what it basically shows is a lateral view and an axial view of the disc and vertebrae. And the doctor can go ahead and slide this little scrubber right here to the right. And what it'll show in this case is a left lateral bulging disc. Right now, if you notice up on the upper right hand side, if everybody can see the screen okay, there's different scenarios. So we can click on a centrally bulging disc. So if the patient, imagine the patient comes into your office and they've got their MRI, and maybe the alternative they've been presented at this point has been surgery or medications and some, maybe some physical therapy, but they don't really understand their MRI and their condition very well. So when you can kind of show them this and show them the different scenarios and say, look, you know, this is what you've got. And usually what most of my doctors will do is they'll read off the report on the MRI uh, and then they'll just go right to this animation right here. Now we have a little book on the, the right hand side near the bottom. Uh, and, and when I click on that, it'll bring up our sources. So a lot of the content in this product has sources and we used essential as a skeletal radiology quite a bit uh, to make sure we had just really good solid uh, animations in there as well. Uh, there's also a drawing tool built in as well. So if we want to go ahead and draw on the screen and you know, a doctor can say, look, you know, you have a left lateral bulging disc here. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and apply a technique. It's called flexion distraction or maybe decompression therapy. And what we're going to do is is apply that technique and we can get this disc to retract and take the pressure off that spinal nerve just like that. So um, 
that's an opportunity. Again, it's great for the doctor to present it with some graphics. You know, patients love to be educated. They love it when doctors take a minute and they whiteboard and they, they show their care, their concern for the patient and they, uh, they educate them in this manner. Now, a patient may say, okay, so is that why, doctor, I've got the numbness and tingling? You can, you can with one click, go down to the symptoms charts. Maybe because it's uh, an L3, L4, the patient has numbness and tingling on the inside bottoms of their feet. Or maybe it's a cervical issue and they've got uh, numbness that runs down their arms and in their hands, right? So we have all the charts that you can think about. We've got the dermatones chart, the myotones chart, peripheral nervous system chart. Uh, here's the myotones chart. So maybe a patient's experiencing you know, muscle spasms, right? So this is a chart again that seems like every doctor has in their practice. Uh, the peripheral nervous system chart, you can bring that up so you can kind of also, again, describe that, those referred patterns of pain. Patients love visuals, right? Because I think probably around 92% of us are visual learners. Uh, so when you can give them that compelling experience, guess what? It's much more likely that the patient will move forward with care. So that is usually, I would say typically, a doctor is clicking on one or two things during a report of findings, one or two features, but there's so much more. And so and you can take it much deeper if it really makes sense. But let's think about it. So what does a patient really want to know? Every patient wants to know four things. They want to know what's wrong with me, can you help, how long will it take, and how much is it going to cost? And our program really does a very good job at those first three, right? So you can say, look, you know, this is what you've got. You've got a left lateral bulging disc. This is why you have the referred symptoms of pain. How long is it going to take? You can actually generate a report with care plan and exercises that lays it all out for them. And it takes about 60 seconds to do that. If they want to know um, how are you going to treat them, right? I mean, they need all this information. If a doctor can't quite check off all of those boxes and doing it in a way that's effective, meaning the patient understands it, then they're much less likely to go forward with care. So let's say that uh, spinal adjustments are going to be applied here, right? So we can bring up uh, an animation of a spinal adjustment, right? So what we're going to show is the doctor's getting ready to apply the adjustment, and then we can show inside the body the motions that those vertebral segments go through. So you can see the nerve is red, the adjustment is applied. That may help get some of the pressure off that nerve. But again, it's, it's important also for the patient to understand that one, there's only one place to go get the adjustments. Two, uh, it's not just about cracking and popping and feeling better, but the, the um, you know this is also part of that whole recovery process. You know, if a doctor does something like laser therapy or let's say decompression therapy, we've got those animations in here as well. So um, we can actually show, and this is really cool, we can, we can basically zoom into the body, but first we'll see decompression being applied. We can see the belt sliding down, and then we can go ahead and zoom right in and we can see what happens. We can see during distraction, the nutrients go into the disc and the waste is coming out. And we cycle through that a couple of different times. So that's just one example, Patrick. Let me take you through a few other examples if that sounds good to you. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so posture. So I, I always like to start out with disc conditions and whenever I do these conventions and shows, uh, somebody will walk up and I'll say, let me show you one thing that's really cool. And I start out with the disc ailments, they see it in 99% of the time, they say, show me more stuff. So if we go over to posture, we can go ahead and show patients uh, what good posture looks like and then where they may be and where they may be headed as well too. So there's good curvature right there. Now, if 
let's say this patient is hyperkyphotic or becoming that way, maybe they're starting to have that hump developing on the shoulders, you can say, look, you know, I'm starting to see this. You should be here. This is where you are. This is where you're going eventually if you don't take care of that product. Or maybe it's hyperlordosis. So we can go ahead and click on that and we can show hyperlordosis as well. Uh, we can also, let's remove the drawing, and we can go over here. One of the things, of course, is very prevalent is text. That, so, you know, a lot of my doctors said, you know, we got to put that in there. We got to explain it to a patient. Uh, we need your help. So we put that in here, and we know that the head typically weighs 10 to 12 pounds. But when it's forward just 15 degrees, then effectively it becomes 27 pounds. And then when it's 30 degrees, effectively it's 40 pounds. 45 degrees is 49 pounds, so on and so forth. And eventually a patient's gonna come in and say, look, you know, I got all this tension in the back of my neck, my muscles are sore, you know, I'm on the, at the desk all the time. <clears throat> I really need some help here. I wanna, you know, I, I've seen other therapists and doctors and I really wanna try something different here. Now you can take this a step further as well too. So we can show hyperkyphosis, hyperlordosis, and we can do it with the muscles. So this is really upper cross and lower cross syndrome. So if we show upper cross syndrome, basically we can identify for the patient those regions where those muscles eventually begin to tighten. And, and you know, going back to my biography and how I got introduced to chiropractic care, you know, I, sat, I spent a lot of time at the desk. Um, and I went to, when I was selling medical equipment, I went to Canada and I remember we were doing a dog and pony show and I was just learning and there was a senior salesperson there, but there was a room full of chiropractors. And I was talking to one of the doctors there and telling them about my neck and the tension and I get massages, you know, regularly, but you know, they all, all the, the, the massage therapists would tell me, it's, you know, keep coming and you know, it's gonna get better, it's gonna get better. It felt better. This guy put me on the table right there during a the break, did one cervical adjustment and it was the first time in years where those muscles just laid down and my range of motion was no longer restricted. So that was, that was kind of a, a nice spark and really got my interest going in chiropractic care. But wouldn't it be wonderful if somebody would have showed me this as well too? Because I could look at it and go, that's me. Yeah, lots of tension up there. And the other problem is, is that now these muscles are taking on all the loading and the other muscles no longer taking on that loading be, begin to become weak muscles, right? So there's hyperkyphosis. If we go over to hyperlordosis, we can show this as well, right? And then we can take that a step further too, and we can show two things here. So here we're gonna go ahead and show forward head posture. On the right hand side, we can see those muscles. So it's upper cross syndrome on the right, and on the left hand side, we're gonna gradually show degeneration of the cervical spine. So very clear for the patient to see it and understand what's going on. So those are just some of the things we have along the lines of posture. Um, you know, if we want to go into, let's say, cervical degeneration, maybe maybe this has all led to degeneration of the cervical spine. And the other thing, too, that you know, I feel kind of blessed is I get to talk to doctors every single day about the product and what they need. And uh, I've had conversations with some of the CBP guys at Chiropractic Biophysics about this particular set of animations right here. So this is really designed to be that phases of cervical or lumbar degeneration set of animations. Uh, but every doctor has this on the wall. Usually it's a poster and they'll walk up there and it shows an x-ray representation. We try to show a little bit more and make it a lot more compelling as well too. So here we'll show good cervical curvature, but eventually the patient may get into that next 
phase of degeneration and the next one and, and eventually end up possibly something like this. Now, again, I mentioned the CBP guys. There's some really good doctors out there on the CBP side, chiropractic biophysics. Uh, the, the, one of their, their, their most renowned chiropractors, along with Dean Harrison, his name is Curtis Dorchuk. And uh, he pushed me for years to put in the spinal cord and show what happens when the degeneration gets really bad. So um, what we're gonna show here basically is that with good curvature, the nerve impulses fire, everything looks good. But as the degeneration gets worse and worse, you'll see those nerve impulses slowing down. And the other thing that patients really got to understand is that, look at this, look what happens to the spinal cord, right? It begins to stretch and it begins to narrow. And guess what? That affects the nervous system, right? That can translate into a whole lot of other things. Uh, likewise, we can actually show the vertebral artery is compressed as well. So somebody may get to the point where, you know, they're in this, this, sort of a, a, a situation. And then maybe they, they bend over to pick up some laundry or something like that and they feel dizzy. This could cause that sort of thing. Now this could also be a real good segue for the nervous system as well too. So I showed you some of the, you know, the, the, the nerve charts, the dermatones, the myotones, all that stuff. But uh, we also have some animations in here that are really cool that are interactive and they have a graphics engine built into them. In some cases, it really makes sense to give the patient that experience. So not only are we showing them a, you know, an animation, but we wanna be able to turn it and zoom in, zoom out. And that becomes really obvious when I show you the whiplash animations. But this is really cool because this shows, and I've seen this poster, something very similar to this in so many doctor's offices. My, doctor's, my doctor has it in his office or used to at one time. And this is a, you know, a 3D, basically a bunch of 3D models. All these organs are individual 3D models, the brain, the spine, the organs, all that. And what we're doing is we're showing the flow of nerve activity, right? But if we have a problem associated with the C1 segment, what happens? That can affect the flow of activity to all the different organs and body parts, right? If it's the C4, it's these glands. And now if it's the C6, it's the thyroid. If it's the uh, T2, it's the heart, right? And again, you can kind of turn it and look at it from different angles. So, you know, you don't have to go through every one of these steps. And again, this, this product is designed to bring in all those charts and models. It doesn't force a doctor to go down a path and explain it a certain way. It just gives you the tools, the much more compelling graphics. So you can do things the way you've been doing them. Uh, just use much more compelling graphics and animations to do it. So Patrick, if I have enough time, I've got one more uh, set of animations I'd like to show you. Yes, go for it. Okay, so uh, a lot of doctors out there are um, doing personal injury cases or handling personal injury cases as well. So, um, and I mentioned that sometimes it's really helpful to have uh, the graphics engine. I think 3D practice has the best set of whiplash animations and content on the planet. And we spent a whole lot of time, did a whole lot of research and uh, it, was, it was a lot of work. So um, this is another set of animations that all of which have graphics engine built in. So this is a great way to give a patient a real compelling experience. And it's really fitting because if you take a look at what happens during a rear impact auto collision, there's a lot going on, right? We know that um, there's the mechanics of whiplash uh, and we can show that, but we also are concerned about the soft tissue damage that may occur as a result of that. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna take you through um, 
a sequence of animations. And again, most of my doctors click on one or two things, they advance those patients to care much easier. But I'm gonna take you through all the way to the end. Um, and um, you're gonna see, I think, some really compelling content. So imagine somebody is sitting there, they're at a stoplight. What happens during a rear impact auto collision? So I'm gonna go ahead and step through this. So I'm gonna click on play. Then I'm gonna pause right there. Look what happens. The thoracic spine is straightening out. The body is lifting upward. We're getting the S-shaped formation of the cervical spine, hyperextension, hyperflexion. And then we have to ask ourselves, so, so what? You know, what does that mean? We know that those are the motions. You know, maybe the car was going 15 miles an hour, maybe it was going 60 miles an hour, who knows? But what happens? So we know from the research, from the studies, that you know, we could have a vertebral segment that's moved out of place, right? It's, it's no longer uh, aligned with the rest of the, uh, you know, the spinal column, then, uh, the cervical column. So what could cause that? Guess what? Because this is interactive and I can use my finger to pinch and zoom and go in and go out, rotate it, these are the type of injuries that you can explain. So for doctors that, that are doing any personal injury, this is helpful. For doctors that make personal injury a big part of the practice, this is a great way to build that part of the practice. Uh, if you want to show this to attorneys, that the attorneys will turn cartwheels when they see all this stuff that I'm going to show you. So we can see you know, the facet capsules are torn on both sides. We can also see tearing of the PLL, also tearing of the anterior longitudinal ligament as well. Right, so those are just some of the typical types of conditions, soft tissue injuries that could occur from a rear impact auto collision. Now, again, as I mentioned a little while back, I've been very lucky and very blessed to work with some great chiropractors. Um, there's one, Jeffrey Crunk, uh, that, that worked with me on this whiplash stuff, and, and um, you know, he's got his own consulting services there. But, um, you know, one of the things that he likes to do is, is take a look at the x-ray, whether it's a motion x-ray, or, um, or just a still picture and correlate that with the dermatomal patterns. So I showed you the original dermatomes earlier, but we also have one that again has the graphics injury. So you can actually turn it and instead of having a front view and a back view, you can actually have a single 3D model that can be rotated and turned and you can look at things from uh, 360 degrees there and see the patterns, how they, they wrap around the body as well too. Now, guess what? We're not done. We can actually take this a step further. So, and there's other things here with the graphics engine, the trigger points, sclerotones, another nerve chart, really cool stuff in here. Um, but let's say, you know, we've got the MRI, maybe the insurance company is saying, hey, you know, we don't, we don't see, we don't think there's a lot of damage there. Uh, a lot of these doctors that are big into personal injury, what they'll do is they'll, they'll use motion x-ray or they'll take those x-rays and they'll look for you know, the dermatomal patterns, and they'll check for hypermobile joints. And we're trying to give the doctors, you know, we're trying to arm them with the visuals they need to explain it, whether it's the insurance companies, the personal injury attorneys, whatever. Maybe they're doing a deposition, maybe it's a court case. A lot of this content's very powerful in those venues. And what we can show here basically is damaged ligament. So what happens, right? So you can see that ligament is no longer tight there, right? It's no longer in contact with the vertebral segments there. And when this particular patient goes into flexion, guess what happens? Hypermobility of the joint, right? Likewise, if it's on the anterior side, right? And they go into extension, what happens? Hypermobility in this direction, right? And they go into extension. Likewise, uh, if it's an upper cervical issue, uh, in this case, we'll make the head go transparent on the right-hand side. And if it's an upper cervical ligament damage, what should we expect from the, uh, 
from the x-ray, we should see hypermobility of that joint, right? There's proof that there's damage to that ligament. Now, we can take it even one step further here, and we can even take it more than one step, but I think this is, this is what makes this whole sequence of animations along the lines of personal injury really powerful. Now we have to talk about the healing process, right? Where are you gonna go? What kind of, of healing is this patient, is best for this patient, right? And then if I click on my trusty little source on the right-hand side, it's gonna tell you where we got our information from, right? And we know from the research, we know from the studies that there are phases of repair. The first phase is the acute inflammation stage, right? That's 48 to 72 hours. Next phase of care, repair and regeneration. The next phase of care is, is remodeling and maturation. The whole process could take over a year. You know, not the, the six to eight weeks, 12 weeks that the insurance companies want to pay for, but that whole healing process continues on and on and on. The key is active care, right? So when the, when the patient experiences physical therapy and spinal adjustments, all the right sort of active care techniques, they're gonna, they're gonna have a much uh, better outcome in the end versus passive care. <clears throat> so if the compliance is not good or they don't go see the right doctors, they don't get the spinal adjustments they need, uh, the healing process is not gonna be anywhere near as effective. Now, what happens during that healing process? We can actually talk about that as well. So that scar tissue is gonna be on top of that damaged tissue to protect it. I see with active care is that the scar tissue will align with the fibers of the ligament, right? And this is much stronger than the alternative, right? With passive care, you tend to get this cloth patch pattern, and guess what? That breaks down over and over again. So when that patient wants to know, hey, I'm, I'm feeling better, you did a good job, why do I need to keep coming? Guess what? Those ligaments are still healing. Active care is the key, and that's the key for a good long-term outcome. So Patrick, I think as far as uh, demonstrations, unless you have some questions along those lines, I could certainly go further, but uh, there, there's there's quite a bit to this product. I think that gets everybody uh, kind of up to speed with what we're about now. Well, when the doctors that watch this, that, that are interested, what is their next step for you? Yeah, so let me go ahead. We actually have put together a, um, a little promotion here too. I'm gonna see if I can move this. And it's just for the doctors that, that receive this podcast. And um, so what we're doing here is we decided to go ahead and take off 15% uh, and make the sale all the way through November 22nd. So it gives them plenty of time. And if they can always call me as well, too. I should have put my phone number in here, but I'll put it in. And 15% um, just go to the website. You go to 3dpractice.com. Uh, you click on products, you, you click on uh, virtual consultation, you can take a look at some of the animations, you can schedule a, an online demonstration. If you want to go ahead and purchase, go to the shopping cart and just type in BrainTap as a promo code and you'll get 15% off. The retail price is $695, that'll bring it down to about $691, sorry, yeah, $591. And then what's the, what's the training that they receive? Yep, absolutely. So um, we always offer training as well too. Probably one or two out of every 10 will take us up on the training. We're available to help with the installation. We send them an email with a link, they click on the link, they download the product to their computer, they run the installation wizard, uh, and then they have it on their desktop. They'll have a little icon on the desktop. Uh, we also provide uh, training so they can, they can get on the phone with us. We can do a, a Zoom session just like this. 
Uh, we can go through any questions they have. We usually ask them to go ahead and give it a whirl first. And then, um, you know, it could be a half an hour, it could be an hour, it doesn't matter to us. We'll give you all the training. And then the other thing too is, you know, marketing. I mean, so many of the doctors, in fact, every doctor that looks at this, I talk to and they decide to buy, they ask the same question. Can I put this content on my website? Can I go ahead and, um, let me go ahead and close this way. Can I go ahead and uh, put it on Facebook? And what's really cool about this is that you can, right? So we actually built in the Facebook clients so that doctors could take an animation like this. They can draw on the screen or their staff can do it. They can draw on the screen and say, look, you know, we do decompression therapy or we do flexion distraction. Uh, and they can post it to their Facebook page. All that you do is you click on the capture button. So anyway, so it takes a picture of that and it'll ask you, do you want to go ahead and post to Facebook or do you want to save that and build a report with care plan and exercises? And you have the choice of doing it. So, but the really cool thing is that Facebook is built into the program. You have access to basically an unlimited amount of graphics. And every day, every other day, you can post something new out there and say, look, this is a left lateral bulgy disc. We treat this very effectively without drugs and surgery. Give us a call today off to Facebook. Or you can, you can actually take a video capture of this entire thing. <clears throat> so the entire program, uh, just to use one of the video capture tools out there, like Snagit, whatever you prefer. And you could, you could put this on a landing page. So one topic may be, you know, uh, flexion distraction or decompression or whiplash or whatever it is. So go ahead and capture what you want to capture. Post that to YouTube, share it to your, your website, share it to Facebook, and it's a great way to market. And I think one of the most effective ways that I see my doctors doing it now, and that is using this content for marketing, is they'll actually uh, they'll, they'll get a tripod and they'll connect their iPhone or their, their uh, Android phone to the, the uh, tripod. And they'll point it at themselves and they'll introduce themselves and they'll talk about uh, how they effectively treat certain conditions. And they'll say, let me go ahead and show you what that condition looks like. And they'll rotate it at the computer screen and, and just record it. So, so whoever's watching gets to see the doctor, gets to see the introduction, uh, feel good about the doctor, and then actually get an educational session and an explanation of how uh, this doctor may be able to treat that, that condition. And again, that doctor can do it in a very compelling way. So, Well, with everything you've shared with us, what do you think the, and what is the biggest reason people use this in their practice? Patients are visual learners, <clears throat> number one. I mean, that's the first thing that jumps out. Patients are visual learners. So if a doctor explains something and, and the patient doesn't quite understand exactly or wasn't really compelling, what is a patient gonna do? They're gonna go home, they're gonna get on uh, their computer or their iPad, they're gonna Google it up, whatever that was the doctor was talking about. They're gonna try to understand, they're very likely gonna see better graphics than what the doctor was, was giving them. And keep in mind, every patient wants to know those four things. What's wrong with me? Can you help? How long will it take? How much is it going to cost? If you give them a compelling educational experience during the report of findings, and I don't, I don't like to talk in terms of sales, but if you think of it, it's sort of like a point of sale. You know, this is the opportunity to help that patient, to advance them forward to care. And it's the opportunity for the doctor to sign that patient up, advance that patient forward. It really makes sense for the doctor to put their best foot forward. And it's gonna, what it's gonna do, it's gonna drive up the acceptance rate and it's gonna drive up the compliance rates.
brain. When I saw this, just for the doctors out there, the brain tappers that are out there, when I saw it, I thought, well, there are doctors out there that have no problem. They, they seem to sell everybody and get them involved and, and get them into care plans. But it, obviously, if you can show people what's going on, give them a graphical interface and say, hey, here's what we can do for you. It's gonna make a big difference because they can't look inside their body. So I'm gonna encourage you to click on the link which we showed. We'll make sure that's available in the body of the podcast uh, notes so you can go there. We're gonna give you access to, remember, put BrainTap into the, in, when you go to buy it, you'll get that 15% off before November 22nd. Is that right? November 20th or 22nd, whatever. Yeah, the 22nd, yeah. Yeah, and then, Go ahead and you know get your training, start using and applying this. I think the key is, when I heard that it interfaced with social media, that's where you're gonna drive traffic. People can share and post that. You're gonna, you're gonna take your game to the next level because these graphics would cost, what would you say, just one of these graphics? I mean, if somebody went out there and hired somebody to do these graphics, what's right. the typical cost for something like this? Yeah, it's, it's it's the cost in terms of money, but it's also the cost in terms of time because we've iterated on all these so many times just based on feedback from doctors. You know, so that's, you know, there's some that'll say, you know, you really got to show that ligament right there, you know, on the right hand side. You know, that's really important. So in, in terms of cost, you'd have to measure it probably over time because you could, you could ask somebody from somewhere overseas to go ahead and build something. It wouldn't, it wouldn't break the bank. But getting it right and getting really good quality of stuff, that takes time. That, that'll take quite a bit of money. So what do you think they need to know that we haven't talked about here? Because it's been great sharing it. I, I wanted all of my doctors to see this. It's, I think it's a must have for the offices, of course, for, I mean, we should be using technology to explain this instead of just having 3D models maybe that we show them, but to show them in movement and uh, people believe what they see typically they don't believe what you say so what else can you share with them or did we cover it all yeah I, I would say that we're here for you you know so we're, we don't just send off the software product and say thank you very much and good luck but uh, you know there's going to be support involved you're going to be able to get somebody on the phone and talk to them you're going to be able to ask questions like you know, I, I really want to get going on Facebook. We hear that all the time. I tried it, it wasn't great. We, you know, I, I don't have graphics, you know. We can help you kind of through that process too. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to sell the product and just go away. So we're, we're there to kind of help you through it, make you successful and, uh, you know, get referrals as a result of that. So thank you a lot, Robert, for being on the call. I think they're gonna, this will be short and sweet. They can go online, they can learn more about it. They can give you a call. Make sure you tell them you heard about it from BrainTap. Uh, so that you get that discount. Let's start sharing this information with our with our current clients and, and patients that we have, but also remember you can share it in social media. So you have a great program here, Robert. Thanks for sharing that. I know that you also have are updating it all the time. Like you said, there's a lot of research that goes into it, doctor's feedback. So again, thanks for being a part of BrainTap Business Journal podcast, bringing profitability back to the BrainTap office. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Patrick. It's just a pleasure being on here today with you. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Now, Brain Tempers, please share this with your doctors, your friends, anyone you think might benefit from watching this video. And then tune in next week for the next Brain Tap Business Journal podcast. We're bringing you insights into 
getting better clinical results, better marketing materials. In this case, we're showing you better education materials than I've seen out there. I've not seen anything that, that is comparable to what we're seeing here today. So please give it a good look. Uh, go to the website, do your research, give Robert a call, click on the link. Let's get it using it in the office. So again, tune in next week for a Brain Cap Business Journal podcast. This is Dr. Patrick Porter. Thanks for being here.